Governor Greg Abbott is vowing to hold the line at the border. This is Wednesday, January 24th, 2024. Texas Scorecard presents the day's first news for the Lone Star State, the Texas Minute, with your host, Michael Quinn Sullivan. Well, we've made it halfway into the week. Thanks for spending part of your Wednesday with the Texas Minute. I was honored to be in Atlanta, Texas last night with the great Cass County Patriots. If you'd like to schedule someone from Texas Scorecard to address your club or organization, get the ball rolling by visiting texasscorecard.com and clicking that speaker request link. Now let's get to the news. It was business as usual at Shelby Park yesterday in Eagle Pass, one day after the controversial U.S. Supreme Court decision that allows federal agents to cut Texas concertina wire barriers. On Tuesday, the area remained heavily fortified by Texas National Guard and Texas Department of Public Safety personnel with no signs of federal government incursion. One member of the multi-agency Operation Lone Star Initiative noted on background to Texas scorecard reporters on the scene that illegal crossings had drastically decreased since Governor Greg Abbott gave them authority over the park earlier this month, sidelining federal and city officials. The combined statewide force has only encountered around 60 illegal border crossers in the last three days. That's a far cry from the thousands per day the area had become accustomed to seeing over the last few years. For his part, Governor Greg Abbott pledged on social media that Texas will hold the line and not back down from efforts to secure the border. As the fight over inappropriate books in children's sections of public libraries continues, the Nebronfels Library Advisory Board is coming under fire for allowing objectionable books targeting the city's youth on its shelves. The books cover topics that advocate for radical gender ideologies and self-harm. Texas's Department of Family and Protective Services spent more than $260 million in the past three years housing foster children in what some are calling dangerous conditions. DFPS spent tens of millions of dollars under the Children Without Placement category, which applies to children in the foster care system. The per capita cost last fiscal year could be as high as hundreds of thousands of dollars per child. Republican State Senator Lois Colcourse of Brenham says the situation is improving, but that more work must be done on improving the accuracy and consistency within the system. The Texas Minute will be right back. The Luke Messia Show is your access to what happens behind closed doors in Texas politics. Listen weekly to me, your host, Luke Macias, as I break down what is actually happening in conservative politics in the Lone Star State, a state that we all love and cherish. Listen weekly wherever you listen to podcasts. This show is a product of Texas Corporate. With early voting in the Republican primary election just weeks away, a judge has ruled that Texas Senate candidate Carrie DeMoore can move forward with the trial challenging the eligibility of her opponent, Brent Hagenbaugh. The judge denied a motion by Hagenbaugh's lawyers to dismiss the case. This means Hagenbaugh will be required to testify under oath about claiming residency in Senate District 30. The judge also denied DeMoore's request to keep Hagenbaugh from campaigning in the Republican race for the open ST30 seat while the litigation proceeds. 
residency challenges from Demore and two other candidates in the SD30 race began because Hagenbaugh's home is in an adjoining Senate district. He claimed a commercial address as his residence when filing for the office. State law prohibits registering to vote at a commercial address. The law also requires candidates for the Texas legislature to live in the districts they seek to represent. The property manager for Hagenbaugh's office building testified last week that the commercial lease for Hagenbaugh's business specifies that the corporate office space is only for general office use. You can check out the details of this story and the others mentioned today, as well as find the latest news and commentary at TexasScorecard.com. These articles were originally reported by Aaron Anderson, Emily Medeiros, Luca Cacciatore, and Brendan Waltons. The Texas Men is produced in the 1836 studios by Nick Shepard. I look forward to seeing you out around the Lone Star State. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the first news of the day for the Lone Star State. This has been the Texas Minute with your host, Michael Quinn Sullivan. 